Welcome to the Marketing for Startups podcast by Ugly Ventures. I'm your host, Victoria Hajar, and the co-founder at Ugly Ventures, a place where entrepreneurs like you can find the tools and capital to grow your business. I'm so excited you're here. Let's dive into today's episode. Hello, and welcome to the next episode in our six-part series about stopping overwhelm when you think about your marketing department um, and setting up your client value journey. So we've gone through a number of weeks discussing the client value journey. We're now on to step four, which is invite. We've talked about awareness, how to reach new audience to get to know about your brand and, and increase brand awareness. We talked about engage. How do we get those clients, potential clients, to interact with our brand and exchange their email address for some valuable information or a piece of content that we put out there to really add value to their to them um, and sort of help address their pain points. Then last week we chatted about the nurture phase, of course, which is the way that we're sort of consistently contacting, stay in front of mind of our audience and helping build that like, know, and trust factor. And as I mentioned last week, consistency in the nurture phase is everything. That's really going to help build a genuine connection with your audience. So today we're talking about inviting, okay? And this, you know, for a lot of business owners, this is the piece that that maybe feels a little bit challenging because they don't want to come across as being salesy, right? And so... I'm here to tell you that actually a lot of brands, a lot of especially service providers get this very wrong because they think they can go ahead and invite people to work with them or sell them on a product or service without going through the previous steps, right? Um, without kind of engaging with the potential client and nurturing them and building that like, know, and trust factor. So if you're off the bat trying to sell someone on, you know, sell someone on something, when you're when they're just learning about your brand, it will come across as salesy. But if we in if we implement this client value journey system in this marketing system, we're really guaranteeing that by the time you send an offer or an invitation to work with you or what have you, that by that point the client is quite warmed up, right? They should be expecting you to sell to them because obviously you're a business, right? So at that point, they know you and your brand enough that they would feel like the offer that you sent to them is actually relevant to them. So the invite phase is all about that. It's really the ask. So if you're a brand uh, that has a product, this could be, you know, as simple as showcasing a new product, a new collection, a new color, or what have you. And then, you know, buy now, asking for the sale. Um, if it's a product or service, it could be an actual invitation to sort of try your product, book a demo, make a call. You want to kind of, in a good balanced way, have sort of added value content with actual, actual tangible invitations to actually buy your product or service. And at this point, when a client is on your email list and they've been sort of receiving 
emails from you and they know what you and your company does, it's the perfect time to actually start pushing a little bit harder to actually be a little bit more salesy, so to say, because it's not coming from left field. What makes people really uncomfortable is getting those sales pitches from left field when it, and also if it's totally not relevant to what they need or want. So all of these steps we went through ensure that that is really what, um, that you're, you know, you've connected to the right people who have raised their hand and said, yes, I'm interested in you and your business. So let's talk about ways that we can actually invite clients to take the next step with us and, or to go further down the journey on the buyer's journey. So if you are a, a company that is doing more B2B, for example, and you're trying to get people to book a call or book a demo, then you're going to want to put a campaign. And I would say to plan at least once a quarter, like a larger campaign that's really sales-focused campaign. So let's say your objective is to get people on a sales call. Then in addition to all of the added value content that you put through on a consistent basis through your email communication, that you're going to create one campaign a quarter that's going to be perhaps um, more targeted <clears throat> to getting people through like a little sales funnel to book a call. So maybe that could look like, okay, you have your regular newsletter, but once a quarter you have a, a, um, an email drip campaign that comes from your VP of sales, for example, talking about like uh, specific case studies on how your product or service helps businesses get from, from A to B or a little bit more information on your product or service, right? The content a little bit more focused on actually what you're doing rather than more generalized added value content. <clears throat> and you could drip out a couple of these messages kind of saying to book a call, sending a calendar link to book a call, um, sending reminders to do that, creating a sense of urgency around booking that call. Like perhaps you're opening up for, um, you know, some like say you have a SaaS company and you are going to take a, a a limited number of you know of potential clients and get some one-on-one -on -one coaching or something on how to to improve their sales systems or whatever your product may do like you could once a quarter create a campaign around giving something added value it doesn't always have to be a discount you know, again, it, a lot of product services kind of get into this rhythm of just like always offering discounts, right? So it's like every major holiday they have a sale. And as we can see from like the bankruptcy of a lot of like big companies like J. Crew, um, that, you know, this model of people just waiting for these sales, it actually makes me so sad because I feel like Companies like J. Crew or like The Gap, you know, they're just they they're putting out these communications of like sixty or seventy percent off. It's crazy, um, and those are always coming through. I'm you know, if you get the email for any of those brands, they're always every couple of weeks advertising 40, 50, 60, 70 percent off sales because they've trained their audience to just buy during sales, and of course they've like adjusted their like their, um, their profit margins were like, you know, they're not losing money in any way. It's actually not that exciting of a sale, probably at the end of the day, but they've trained their audience to just always look for sales. But I would say that, you know, if you want to do a sales model, 
I would choose like one time per quarter. You know, if you're going to pick a holiday, pick like one major holiday that you're going to put some kind of special or sale around. And it doesn't always have to be a straight discount. So we're talking about inviting clients, right? So a launching like a sale or promotion is a way of inviting, right? A way of pushing people to actually complete the purchase, make the purchase with you. And so I would just say like, there's a lot of other ways that you can do this. That's not just like a percentage off. You could offer free shipping, right? On a certain amount for, but now free shipping actually more or less is standard practice. People really expect it. Um, but you can offer like an upgraded service. So the example that I pulled was from Stitch Fix, which is a like a clothing subscription service. And Stitch Fix, like what they do is they match you with like your own stylist, right? So how cool is that? You have your own like personal stylist. I don't know what their back end looks like, but they probably have that down pretty solid. They use a lot of like AI to sort of generate um, and match kind of what style you would uh, you would like, which is really great. They're actually a very data-driven company, but but some of the communications I get from them um, during the course of the year is like to have conversations with your stylist, right? It's an invitation. It's a sales call, more or less, but as it's positioned, you don't feel like it's a sales call, right? You feel like it's, oh, I'm just having like a touch base session with my stylist. And it's super clever because once you start talking to the stylist, you know, they're very, um, they're very like focused on the questions that they're asking and, um, and really trying to help you to get, you know, your fashion needs satisfied. But it's a creative way to sort of push people to actually complete the purchase, right? And I'm just wanting to say that it doesn't always have to be just a sale or promotion. So this, this is really the big takeaway. This is a shorter episode, but if you could just digest one thing is sort of, let's look at sort of the quarter, or if you wanna do things more frequently, you can do it by the month. I would suggest kind of a bigger, more salesy push campaign per quarter. And then, your work becomes like, how creative can we get in inspiring people to make the purchase, right? Um, especially if we don't have something new to share. And this becomes, you know, a real practice in creativity because you can relaunch things that are old, but just show them or present them in a new light. So a really good tip, um, marketing tip for everyone is, you know, if you have products that are old, but you could somehow group in a new way. This is a way of sort of repurposing or refreshing your product offerings and communicating in a new way that can actually drum up excitement. So the easiest way to say this is sort of, let's say that you have a, a clothing company that, or a sunglass company, right? You have a sunglass company is one product and you're not doing, you know, not making new designs. You have like the same five or six designs and you're just selling it to the same people all the time. And maybe it feels a little bit boring, but maybe like around Valentine's day, you could pull all your styles that are red or have part of red pattern. And then you create a whole campaign around, around Valentine's day and these products that are red or pink. And it, it kind of makes sense. Right. Or you can do the same for like Christmas or a summer coming or whatever. And you can kind of just craft the message a little bit that presents something that's old in a new way. Because it's always 
easier to capture people's attention with a new message. But that's where the creativity comes into play. So I challenge you with a little bit of homework this week is in inviting your clients to actually make the purchase. If you wanted to actively sell to them a little bit harder, right? Than normal, right? Than just saying, hey, we're here, hey, we're here, right? You wanna be a little bit more proactive. You know, I want you to just sit and brainstorm like five to 10 ways that you could possibly think outside the box, inspire or encourage people to, to make the purchase and go a little bit further down the buyer's journey um, with, with your brand. Um, if you're looking for ideas or anything, please don't hesitate to DM me. I'm always happy to bounce ideas off of my community. And remember, this is the part that, you know, if you're looking, if you haven't been able to get the traction that you wanted in terms of revenue goals, it's probably because you're not actively selling as much as you should. And this stage of the buyer's journey of the client value journey is all about becoming a little bit more focused and intentional about making, you know, asking for the sale, right? We all need to make sales in, in our business in order to survive and customers know that. And if you do it in the right way, they're not going to be surprised or offended by getting a more sales driven message, um, a little bit of a, a, a stronger sales message from you and your brand. Hope that helped you. Next week, we're talking about delivering a delightful experience that's going to make, you know, make create raving fans for your product or service. So I hope that you'll join me again next Thursday. Every Thursday, we released new episodes of the Marketing for Startups show. I can't wait to see you back here and dig into the delight phase. Have a good one. That's it for this week. Thank you for listening to the Marketing for Startups podcast and for sticking around till the end. It would mean so much to me if you could like and subscribe to this podcast. It's a great way of telling the world that this podcast has content worth listening to. And remember, you could always reach me at LinkedIn at Victoria Hajar or at UglyVentures.com. Thanks for listening. Until next week.